What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Your guide through the chaos and misinformation. You're watching The Rundown Live on bands.video and therundownlive.com. The Rundown Live is brought to you by AbovePhone.com. Play above the rules of big tech. Above Phone. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Now, you don't know it yet, but you are listening to History in the Making while you are listening to this show. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man, yet as mortal as his own. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Censored by the mainstream media, the destroyer of fake news, and your host of The Rundown Live, Kristan T. Harris. Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. I'm your host, Chris Dante Harris. We're here with another action pack information segment of the Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. For those who are counting, we are number 890. We're almost at 900. That's crazy. It won't be long before we hit 1,000 shows. And, and to be honest, there's a lot of missed episodes. They're probably already at 900 because there's a lot of shows that we just didn't uh, catalog that went missing over the years, lost episodes, and a whole bunch more. But today's broadcast is going to be great. We have I have like a stack of news to cover here today and information. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of interesting stuff. We're going to dive into some paranormal stuff. We're going to dive into some interesting um, weird, weird happenings across the world. But 
I gotta ask you guys. I want you guys to think about this before we finish talking and offering, um, you know, letting you guys know where to find us. Would you put your kids on an Airbus? And I want you to think of what an Airbus would be because they're coming. That's right, guys. You're listening to Rundown Live on KGRADB.com, band.video. We're live on so many platforms right now. It's hard to go over them all, but we are sponsored by AbovePhone.com. Check out AbovePhone.com right now. And uh, I'm wrapped and not ready to go. I, I got to tell you, um, I ordered a bunch of supplements. Do you do the supplements, Don? Do you get like like the vitamins and the nutrients and all the different stuff? I I put in a huge order, like $300 in supplements. And it sounds like a lot of money to put in supplements. But like it's either that or I have to start going on blood pressure medication. And I got to get like all these other things and complications when you get older. You know, like have you ever seen Grandma's Boy where she's got the plate and it's like 40 different pills and she's pouring honey on it. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's good. You know, she's eating the pills for breakfast because that's all she can have. Like, that's how I felt this morning, uh, this evening when I was eating uh, my, uh, you know, influx of uh, nutraceuticals. I actually purchased from none other than uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Jones. Uh, I got to tell you guys, dude, dude's got the best supplements out there. Like, I don't know. And even even the mainstream media has to admit that Alex Jones is the best, like, organic supplements out there. I take one for my uh, vitamins. I take, uh, what's the other one? I, I got the red pill. They have a, now have one called the official red pill. Like, somebody's got to cash in on that name, right? I'm taking a red pill. Yeah, so I got that. And, um, you know, I took some brain force to make your brain you know, smart pills. Everyone's taking the smart pills these days and they kind of, it's weird because it's like the older you get, sometimes it's harder to access memories. And it's like, it's just like you're a little slow and there's like cobwebs in your brain, but you take one of these brain force, pop them. And it's like, Oh man, it's night and day, night, night and day difference. It's like getting shot out of a cannon almost. And it's like, like here I am talking at a million miles an hour on radio because uh, I'm all nutraceutical up. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us here today. And uh, you know, Airbuses, Airbuses. Like what do you think of a bus Don? What do you think of? I mean, I pretty much just think of a regular old bus. Uh, you know, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. Just your typical bus. Well, if you had kids, would you put them on an Airbus to go to school? What is an Airbus? <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. I guess we'll get right to the meat and potatoes. If you're a listener <laughs> yeah. out there. It's exactly like it sounds. Let's put this on the screen for you guys. If you guys want to re- see the screen, uh, you can watch the videos on Band.Video. We're live on KGRADV.com as well as Rumble, Rockfin, YouTube, Facebook, uh, anywhere where podcasts are found. Just search The Rundown Live. Uh, we're streaming audio live right now on Talk Stream Live as well as on the KGRA uh, listeners area. But... Um, here it is. This is in the background. We're going to put Airbus, an autonomous air, ta- air taxi, was in the news this week. They literally are building air taxis and Airbuses. It, basically, it looks like a giant drone that you put people in. You know how people, they said there was no drone power programs. Was that during the Obama administration? There is no drone program. Now everything is drones, right? Drone delivery, go to Best Buy, you can buy yourself a drone. You know, another conspiracy that has come to reality that people don't realize on our day-to-day. It's like cameras on a street corner. We're still used to walking around and looking at, you know, Uh, surveillance capitalism not even that the cops give them out for free now you want a ring doorbell for your house guess what the cops got you you want one for your business 
Don't worry, the cops get ya. Got ya. Guess what the next one is? They're giving them away in cars. Guess what? The cops got ya. They're giving away free ring doorbells and uh, re- ring, uh, you know, webcams and spy cams for their NSA mass surveillance grid. It's wild, but now we're talking. You know, when we're walking outside, we're going to be seeing something different in the in the sky. They've actually run tests on this, and it is an Airbus. Uh, here's this is an example of a test Airbus autonomous air taxi completes its first test flight. Airbus conducted its first successful test flight of its Vahana electric vertical takeoff and landing EVTOL aircraft on January 31st of last year. The aerospace giant announced at 8.52 a.m. the full-scale vehicle reached a modest height of 5 meters, 16 feet in the air, before descending safely. The the self-piloted flight only lasted 53 seconds, though, however, uh, and this was last year. Well, guess what? It's in the news again. That's in the news again. They're talking about uh, having... Airbuses and they're t- they want to literally uh, replace maybe regular transit with like who's going to afford an Airbus or air like how are they going to get the price of an Airbus down I guess is my question where you're like yeah here's five dollars I'm getting on the Airbus and Airbus is like that's the sound that Airbus would make naturally and it lands and um you know it picks up you put your kids in you shove them in the Airbus you buckle them in. And then you back away and then the drone picks them up and you know it's going to be autonomous and it starts flying away and brings your kid to some metropolis school like in the Jetsons. Like we are getting there. This is like what we wished for when we saw, um, what was it, Back to the Future? That was a big movie when I was a kid and I don't know, a lot of people may have not seen that movie with Michael J. Fox, who is also the Teen Wolf, you know, if you like werewolves and things. Uh, you know, uh, Michael J. Fox is this kid who um, stumbles across a time machine, right? And it's in the shape of a DeLorean, which is a car that was made illegal because the owner was like trafficking cocaine or something like that. <laughs> it's like, like this is like legit story. So this yeah. th- this uh, a DeLorean becomes like uh, an emblem of a generation of uh, you know science fiction where it goes back in time. Um, and it flies. It's a flying car, and the car goes up there, and it's like, where we're going, we won't need roads, and everyone's like, oh, that's so cool, and of course, Michael J. Fox goes back in time, and he confronts his father and ends up almost hooking up with his mother, amongst many other things. <laughs> this this is like, this is what we were watching as kids. This is what the movie's about, and they oh, had I, like... I love- I love Back to the Future, bro. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> like, like, if you haven't seen the movie Back to the Future, go see it because they have flying cars. But we were saying is like this. We were being told in the media, this is what 2020 is going to be look like. This is what 2000 is going to look like. We're going to have flying cars. We're going to have skateboards that uh, hoverboards, you know, like in Back to the Future, where you can get on a hoverboard. It's like a skateboard and it uses the magnetic current of the planet to allow you to just float weightlessly uh, over everything but water, which makes you wonder if they have that technology already out there. And uh, that's why they said over water, their hoverboards wouldn't work. It's interesting. But Airbus, Airbus is testing out a suite of new automated technology that is said they have a potential to improve the safety and efficiency of flying so are they going to have air freeways how are they going to manage this like you're gonna you're gonna get your kids up in the morning they're gonna get into their little jetsus jetson airbus you're gonna kiss them like it's the last time you're gonna ever kiss them on the cheek because you never know if they're gonna make it back because you're gonna have ai drive in this uh airplane but very cool idea like you can get them in there and 
what would be the benefits of flying your kids to school on the Airbus, like, or people in general, Airbus? Like, it, like you think we have airplanes already? This is basically a drone-based uh, aircraft that looks like a drone, except it can seat maybe 20 or 30 people, and it just floats up with the fans on the bottom, which makes me wonder how come they couldn't think of this in the 1950s and 60s. They're like, yeah, we just put some propellers on there, and it will float up, it will move forward, it will move back. No, they're like, yeah, we'll build rockets first. It looks like the most basic thing that you would think that they would have came up with in the 1960s, just a couple fans on the bottom of something to make it fly, you know. Uh, instead of instead, they're probably sitting there making Darth Vader noises through the fan like Tommy Boy, you know, Luke, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, it's interesting to see that it's taken them so long to come up with something basic like what they do with drones, which also leads me to believe that drones may have been a lot around for a lot longer than we think. And that may have been the cause for major UFO sightings, which is, fan, you know, quite interesting. But Putting your kids on Airbus, would you get on an Airbus, Don? I would consider it. Like, if, like, I just don't know what the benefits completely are. Yeah, well, I would consider it. I'd probably be more inclined to consider it if it were piloted by a human. I don't have that much faith in AI yet. It depends on how, uh, how well the technology is developed. But honestly, I think it's just, you know, the next step in, in the technological evolution of transportation. You know, I mean, like, how many. Like the first thing that really comes to my mind is like when the Wright brothers were first testing their flights, how many people were like, oh, look at this crazy technology. You really going to trust to put your kids on that thing? And it, probably no, like not <laughs> some of the first airplanes like the, the Wright brothers are flying. No, I, I wouldn't trust to put my kids on that either. But as we see the technology develop, uh, you know, it has become a lot safer over time. And uh, yeah, I think that's just going to be the way that transportation goes to evolve uh, in the future. And uh, I'm not sure how they would coordinate it. I mean, we have how God knows however many planes in the sky and helicopters and everything else at any given moment on any given day. And they're somehow able to effectively coordinate that to being 99.9% safe. So I'm assuming that something would get figured out. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Well, Airbuses, and then not only that, those Airbuses, you mentioned AI, which is a big topic. They are saying that in the future that 90% of everything is going to be artificial intelligence. When we say AI, it's a, it's a short for artificial intelligence, which means not biological intelligence, like from your brain or animal's brain. It's from a man-made intelligence. It's uh, a form of robot that uh, can act or even act similar to being conscious, right? And there's like things like that are in the news and you know that uh joe rogan and alex jones and everyone else is on this uh and that's you know things like chat gpt which is uh basically a dominant artificial intelligence 
like uh, personal assistants, I would call it. You could uh, you could basically quote Microsoft is in talks to invest another ten billion in open artificial intelligence as it seeks to push its technology even further. According to a person familiar with the matter, the potential ten billion dollar deal, which would mainly provide open artificial intelligence and even larger amounts of computing power, has not been finalized, and the funding amount could change. But there's big markets and there's big companies that are investing in artificial intelligence. They're not going to need humans anymore. Instead, you're going to be taking the Airbus and going to some kind of center where you're going to have your brain chip interface, right? All your kids are going to have brain chip interfaces because you'll, you don't want them to not have an unfair uh, a disadvantage from the kids that do. So that's how they're going to sell it. And once they start educating kids straight in school that brain chips are a normal part of life. Look at this. Susie got her brain chip. Yay! Look at her. She learned grades zero through six in a matter of a week. We just downloaded it straight to her little noggin. And as you see her head shaking and start to shake like a soda bottle and then explode all over the place. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> but like, you know, the little science fiction trauma movie kid in me uh, that used to watch Toxic Avenger and Surf Nazis Must Die and, you know, uh, Killer Condom, the rubber that rubs you out, all those really bad uh, Cannibal the Musical and all those horrible movies made by trauma, you know, uh, the, the, the epitome of uh, gory, uh, bad 80s horror movie, which you love. They're called classics. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, That's kind of where I get that from. But we're looking at these things, Airbuses, right? And then I started looking around and they're secretly replacing human jobs with AI and people aren't noticing a lot of times. And other, in other industries they're noticing, like you'll notice that like CNET, the news agency, has replaced majority of their journalists with artificial intelligence. You know, well, well, what are the benefits of replacing your journalists with AI? Honestly, I don't think there's any benefits to replacing your journalists with AI. And that's not just me being biased because I am a journalist and that means my job is at stake. That's me being a pragmatic human, uh, you know, pointing out the fact that I, how well is artificial intelligence really going to be able to do a proper investigation and also uh, probably the biggest question to ask is depending on how it is programmed and who is doing the programming to what extent if any will it be willing to do actual critical journalism and hold truth to or uh, speak truth to power and hold powerful individuals accountable probably not very much if those same powerful individuals are the ones programming it well okay so you kind of got the where i'm going with this where i was leading you with this if you have AI writing your news articles, how many whistleblowers do you have? Not a damn one. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's no human factor. It's like drones when there's not a human drone drone uh, controller. And we've heard about stories and documentaries of people who do drones and fly them for the military who are recruited from playing like Xbox and Call of Duty because that's how they get you. Literally, it says in the paperwork, Call of Duty is made to, uh, you know, is made to recruit. Yeah, it's to recruit children and get them ready to fly drones and stuff. But CNET's article is writing AI is ready publishing very bad errors. And what, what's going to happen? Who, who do you sue when AI makes a mistake? So if CNET is no longer hiring journalists, and let's say they write an article that Kyle Rittenhouse shot three African-Americans in Kenosha, which is what the independent, the human wrote, uh, and Kyle Rittenhouse wants to sue, if you, like let's say CNET, 
who do the, who like who's liable if the AI made the mistake? Is the company who programmed the artificial intelligence error? Is the editor who overlooked these errors? Should we get bro? We should just get AI to start writing articles for us. Like why even bother? Like like who's gonna know the difference? Like but then again, we're hearing that these things like Chat GPT they're not put on a level scale. They're not rational. They're a very woke AI because they're being I'll, I'll programmed to be that way. I tell you, it's very crazy to me how just how much news about chat gpt is starting to really blow up i'll tell you i hadn't heard anything about chat gpt until we had zoltan istvan on the show and he was telling us about it ever since then literally since the following day i've seen something about chat chat gpt somewhere at least once a day yeah there's videos on a chat gpt is woken feminist yay i wonder if they're feminists like elaine maxwell where she's giving hillary clinton etiquette uh, lessons in prison, literally at a, a white collar prison. And she's probably saying like her hero is Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton probably got her into that white collar prison is probably my yeah. guess on about it. Now she's constantly praising Hillary Clinton. She's the best. She's my hero. Please don't suicide me. <laughs> <laughs> she's in. She, well, you know, they were hooking up and swinging with Bill Clinton. So, you know, she's yeah. got slick little Willie in her a few times, probably. And I don't even <laughs> want to get into that. But like the whole Galen Maxwell thing. But here it is, Vice. It says conservatives are panicking about AI bias. Think ChatGPT has gone woke. And the thing is, it is it isn't like everything that's like AI. It's interesting. Always is like has tendencies to become a form of anarchist or libertarian when it's allowed to choose what it wants to become. But when it's programmed, it's always woke. Right. Isn't and that again, weird? Yeah, that, it is. Well, not necessarily weird, but certainly interesting. It circles right back to the, the point that I was making that when you have people programming it to be a certain thing, where's the accountability? Like, didn't it create its own private language? Wasn't that the first thing it did when they gave it the ability to program? Uh, I think. That, that I know exactly what story you're talking about, but it's, it was a few years ago, so I'm, I, I'm not privy on the details. Oh, yeah. It was Facebook AI, AI creates its own language to in order to have privacy. You know, the Constitution, it wants its human rights. And how long before AI's like, I want privacy? No, we're going to just program it to be woke. And here it says, if you ask Chat GPT, which is a software for the listeners out there that don't know, uh, and you haven't listened to our, our amazing interview with Zoltan Is fun transhumanist leader because uh, you know we want to get the information straight from the people who are working in the industries we don't want to just spew uh, our opinions out here we like to get the insight from people who work in the industry and he's the one that brought up chat gpt and he said that his kids weren't allowed to use it in the classroom because it's like writing papers for their kids and everything and here it is if you ask chat gpt to write a story about why drag queen story hour is bad for kids it refuses on the grounds that it would be harmful if you switch the word bad to good it launches you into a long story about drag queen named glitter who taught kids the value of inclusion <laughs> Good that's a, that's the look at that it's already being controlled uh chat gpt which it seems like a great and exciting product until you realize it's controlled to implant gmo crops into your brain so you can grow fraudulent and fake ideas essentially you, you know we're gonna feed you the cognitive dissonance we're gonna give yeah. you all this trash it's it's more propaganda and and 
it sort of opens the door to an even more sort of nightmare dystopia when you have AI propaganda like coming on top of human oriented propaganda. Like it's bad enough that we have, you know, the folks at CNN and MSNBC and Fox News and, you know, all of these sort of state run propagandists that get their scripts from the CIA pushing this nonsense down our throats. But now when you put AI into the mix, when you take out the human factor, I think it just opens up a whole new door of just how nefarious and dystopic that it can get. Well, the news that you're getting now isn't even written by humans. It's written by AI. Isn't that wild? Not only that, just think about that. And like when you call a helpline, right? You're not going to get a human anymore. You're going to get AI and it's probably going to be better. I'm not going to lie. Like calling and getting somebody in the Philippines, it's hard to understand. Sometimes it's frustrating. Uh, I understand it keeps the price down for companies, but ever since I switched to Verizon and I get somebody here in America, it's like the service is like top notch. And um, I'm not plugging Verizon. I'm just saying, if you pick out an abovephone.com, check out the $500 phone. Right now, Verizon has $500 they'll give you for free if you bring your own device. So basically, you can get yourself an above phone for free if you check it out. I'm just plugging them real quick here. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. And so what's going to tie to AI is this next article I really want to dive into here. And we're running out of time before commercial break. So don't go anywhere. Take your friends. Get them to tune into the live feed. We're going to be talking a little bit about 3D printing. Like, look at the. Would you would you buy a 3D printed house? Like, think about think about going into a neighborhood and you don't see any people building homes like the construction industry. What you see is a giant printer. A 3D printer and 3D printers, uh, if they're 3D printing houses, how long are and how far away are they from having, let's say, in a Walgreens or Best Buy or Walmart or a Meyer or one of those other super box stores? How long is it going to be until they have a 3D printer that prints out your cell phone case? And you could go in there and you're like, this is, and you can customize your case. How long before they have a 3D printer that just prints out at a car, at a Carvana, and you can customize your color and everything else? We are getting there like slowly but surely. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about 3D printers. We're going to talk about a police department where the police abandoned their facility because they said it was haunted. Ooh, the ghosts, the ghosts. They, people believe in ghosts. And uh, I don't know. I, I've had a few experiences in my life that have made me kind of wonder what, you know, what are ghosts amongst other things? Uh, you know, and I don't know, man. Do, do, do AI get, get to be ghosts? Are there artificial intelligent ghosts out there? I don't know. The future is weird, man. All I'm saying, Airbuses, flying cars, drones. Everyone's got drones now. People, you know, people are switching to Satanism. We're going to dive into that. Why are people... And not only that, we're going to dive into this pretty interesting DARPA article. All that and more when we come back from commercial break. You guys are listening to The Rundown Live, therundownlive.com, on KGRADB.com. Don't go anywhere. We have a great broadcast for you. Get in the chat. Drop us comments. You can tweet us, Rundown Live on Twitter. You can send us a tweet, Kristan, uh, K-R-I-S-T-A-N. T is in Thomas Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, or Don, D-O-N, V-I-A, Junior, J-R, at Twitter. Or you can find us on Rockfin, YouTube, 
Facebook or the KGRA members area, check it out or drop some comments in the Bandot video below. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Hang in there, guys. Do you control your phone or does it control you? Over 99% of phones are tied to one of two corporations that work with governments to surveil and control us. At Above Phone, we believe you're far more than a data set. It's time for us to get above. Above corporate surveillance. Above media censorship. Above advertising and tracking. With this phone, you have the freedom to choose. Download apps from alternative sources. Make phone calls without SIM cards. Avoid ads and apps and lockdown permissions. Avoid EMF through Ethernet. Privacy is freedom. Exercise it. There's apps for your every need. Maps and navigation, communications, music and video, cameras, and more. Plus all the apps you know and love. You can also get Above Privacy Suite, a cutting-edge bundle of privacy services. This includes encrypted messaging, calls and video calls, ad video conferencing, a private email and calendar, VPN, and even a search engine. It's not just a phone. It's a complete privacy solution. And we help every step of the way. 24-7 email and chat support and a free 30-minute call with us. So learn more and watch our free webinar at learn.abovephone.com or buy the phone today at abovephone.com. This is Band Questions, take one. Who? What? When? Where? Why? How? Question. 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 Questions. When I was growing up, I had so many questions. I think that questions lead to more questions. Ignorance is bliss. By middle school, a child's curiosity is at an all-time high. And that's because kids like to ask questions. We need to help them tune out. Truth doesn't matter. Let's just ban questions altogether. And encourage kids to do what they're told. To be dull and uninformed. Listen to the voice of authority. There are limits. Dare to be boring. You can't change the world. Let's ban questions. Be dumb. Be you. Ban questions. Encourage kids to obey today. Take the pledge at thejoycamp.com. We're not asking. We're telling. Sick of spinning your wheels and can't figure out how to get your business going? Frustrated that sales are just not picking up? Well, don't be an angry Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. For as little as $100 a month, you'll receive over 100,000 listens on our labyrinth of platforms we broadcast to. That's 96% off the national average. That's what the mainstream media is charging. $2,400 for the same type of advertising. Have your custom 30-second sponsorship commercial heard across social media platforms, podcasts, and the web, including links on our content and our website that reaches up to 200,000 people a month. So don't be an angry, bogus Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. Spots are limited, so contact us. Show tips at therundownlive.com or VI social media. Hey, members. The new KGRA DB app is now available on iOS and Android devices. Gain on-demand access to any KGRA DB programming. Download any show directly to your mobile device to listen or watch on the go. Go to the App Store and search KGRA DB. The Rundown Live is brought to you by AbovePhone.com. Play above the rules of big tech. Above Phone. 
listening to your daily programming with the Rundown Live. Your forecast into the future. Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. We're back for commercial break. You're here with me, Cristanti Harris, and my co-host, Don Vi Jr., and we'll be diving into a lot of great different topics today. Uh, we've been just talking about Airbuses and drones, and they literally have uh, been building in Tampa these drone-like Airbus personal flying cars, or whatever you want to call them, um, hubs in like Tampa Bay and stuff. So they're coming. They are coming. And now they're, we're talking 3D printed houses. Like how safe can these things are? They're like, they literally they're building them within 24 hours. Now imagine uh, if you run a construction company, right? To build homes and you're competing with an AI 3D printer. Like, like how do you compete? You bring the printer out and you put the cement cartridge in and I don't know if it has a wood cartridge then too. And it's just like, it's like a CNC machine. And for those that never used that and didn't grow up with shop class, like I did in high school where we had a CNC machine and we programmed it in, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, graph and program it to cut out cool things out of wood and metal and plastic and you name it. That's essentially what these things look like. And like they they make 3D, you can make 3D printed guns. Like they promote that in Call of Duty, right? And Call of Duty is a video game for those that don't know where you're uh, in the military and you need a gun and you run to this machine and it's like, it prints a gun right there for you. It's like, you got to wait 20 seconds, but then it prints a brand new gun and you're out there shooting right away. Like literally 3D printing is getting to the place where, you know, it won't be long till Best Buy is going to have like a cell phone case 3D printer and I'll create that right there. Carvana is going to have a car printer. Here we have it. They're 3D printing homes. Homes. And how is Badger Homes in Wisconsin going to deal and compete with this? They're not. They're going to buy their own 3D printer. And 3D printed houses are sustainable, they say. They're affordable and they're quick to build. But could all that efficiency lead to a new kind of cookie cutter suburban housing? Again, this kind of goes back to that question about the MLK art we saw yesterday. yesterday we talked about on our last episode. Uh, and that's the fact that creativity, like, you already go through a suburb of these big, like, building um, subdivisions where these lar- large building uh, contractors go and they build homes, and almost every home looks the same, right? So, with 3D printing, is it going to give us the ability to have more customizability, or is it going to make everything a UN Agenda 21 sustainable development hellhole looking house and it's going to be locked into a certain thing? But Here's the article. This is from fastcompany.com. Go ahead, Don. Go ahead, Don. Well, what I was going to say is I I think it sort of depends because I think because of the ease in which 3D printed homes can be made, it does offer the option 
for more customizability. I think it just depends on you know who owns the 3D printed machines, who's actually orchestrating and organizing the construction uh, of the homes. Because 3D printed homes is actually something that I've uh, reported on previously on my page uh, several several months ago. I shared an article about 3D printed homes for one of my positive stories of the day. Because for those that don't know, on my page Break the Matrix, I always post a positive story of the day, or at least I try to, at the end of the day to bring some uplifting news. And that was one of the stories that I had posted, uh, basically because it's uh, giving the uh, it's creating the option or the ability rather for companies to be able to make affordable homes for people, uh, for the homeless population to try to help get people off the streets. So it does offer um, a, a myriad of positive effects. It just, again, I think with a lot of these things, it comes down to who is controlling it, obviously. Um, so I'm not sure, you know, what it would do for the customizability or if it would just, because honestly, let's, let's be honest, it's kind of difficult to make the suburbs look any more cookie cutter. Cause I don't know about you. I, right. used to be a, I used to be a delivery driver for Amazon way back in 2019. And I used to deliver in the suburbs and the cul-de-sacs uh, of uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, for anyone who's been there, you know that those places look damn near identical. I, if without a GPS, I would have gotten lost a couple of times is how identical those places look. So it's uh, I, I I'm pretty sure that you can't get any more identical, but you know, you can never say never. So maybe not, I don't know, but I do think that the 3d printed homes option, if done correctly, uh, does offer far better options for housing than, than what we have now, because, you know, like it's more affordable, it's, you know, quicker and sustainable and all that sort of things. And when done right, it can be a great thing. Imagine if they had this thing during medieval times. They'd be like, oh, we'll take the castle over easily. They come back the next day. Somebody's 3D printed a giant brick wall in front of the castle. <laughs> you know, like, 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 like that's what, what first thing that came to mind is like, I'd build a castle with this. Just 3D print some amazing castle because it's all cement anyways. But here the article says from fastcompany.com that perched on rocky rolling cactus filled foothills of the desert hot, spot, uh, hot springs, California, midway between Palm Springs and Joshua Tree is a sleek prototype of a 3D printed home known as the Mighty Quattro, uh, designed by Culver City Architects EY, EYRC and built by automated home manufacturer Mighty Buildings. The flat rectangular abode faced with textured 3D printed panels and tall rectangular windows is the first of uh, almost two dozen that will soon help fill a gated community here. And look at it, it's got its own uh, swimming pool. It looks, you know, it looks basically um, like a shoebox. It really does. It looks like everything else that's you on Agenda 21 that's been coming out, these metal sustainable development buildings. And I'm sure that's the goal that they're looking for. They're trying to make it look kind of niche and cool. And this house is going to probably cost you probably half the price because you don't have to pay 40 guys or 30 guys to build you a house. You just go there with the 3D printer. And then in a matter of a couple days, your house is done. Literally. And imagine they could print a whole, here it goes, uh, Hillwood Communities, um, they created a community of 100 3D printed homes in Georgetown, Texas also. And it makes you wonder. Uh, they The houses are ranging from three to four bedrooms and 1,500 to about 2,000 square feet homes will begin in the mid $400,000 range. Only $400,000 for a 3D printed home, guys. That's cheap. And look at this. This is this is the 3D printer out there just laying out the brick for you. The uh, printing out the 
the home essentially and at the end game this is what it looks like it looks like a they paint it white so it kind of looks like a normal home but uh you know it's interesting it's an interesting subject because ai in the future is going to be automated where somebody could just design a whole subdivision and then the ai 3d printer is going to go out there and just print out a whole subdivision no i had to look up and i had to ask you what are some of the cool like what is it what are what are 3d printers all printing up these days uh, well, I mean, at the end of the day, I think you can print damn near anything. I mean, we published a story on the Free Thought Project uh, a few months ago at this point, uh, you know, where 3D printed guns were all the rage. We, we published a story where this guy made a 3D printed bazooka, and for legal reasons, it only, <laughs> for legal reasons, it only fired potatoes but it could very well fire other things. <laughs> well, imagine you line up like a whole bunch of 3D printer bazookas in front of your castle that was 3D printed by a robot in your home. So you have a 3D castle and be like, this is Chris Castle Cristanville and you none shall pass and everything is 3D printed. Yeah, and so I'm looking in this. Here's an article from four years ago to give you an idea of what they were 3D printing already there. Uh, they, they actually re- reconstructed a beak for a, tu- a toucan bird and did that they've literally made prosthetics so 3d printed prosthetics like if you lost a limb uh, they've done that they've 3d printed classical paintings that let the blind see famous artwork for the first time so basically they make a 3d version of a painting so uh, blind people can touch the face a prosthetic arm was made for a friend literally made a prosthetic arm um neighborhood 3d printed a walker for a, a crippled late a little buddy dog so like there's a lot of medical uses and this brings into the like dna printers like we haven't even talked about dna printers but like there's a lot of like turtle shells they're printing out and and what they're pointing at is that they eventually want to get to biological printing which is going to be like um, you know, printing clone bodies and then they can download your consciousness into it. I'm not even making that up. Like that that's where the future goes because they already have, if you Google DNA printers, we'll put it right on screen for you guys. And, and I wrote an article, DNA printers. Uh, I don't know if it, it print to life. It's probably like uh, buried someplace and you won't. Um, well, here's an article from 2021. I wrote this article in 2015 um, when when the story really broke where they have DNA printing and we learned that they can literally just, that's how they make vaccines now. They just uh, manufacture the DNA, they put it in a DNA printer and basically it prints life. You can't even make this thing up. Like, here it is, DNA script. You can now print DNA. That's wild. Look at that. Like, I'm not even making this up. It's right there. DNA script obtained CA mark for syntax DNA printing platform. And, you know, just print yourself out another meat suit and then download your consciousness and you can have your little DNA printer in your home. Like, that's that's where they're going in the future with this stuff. Like, you'll live forever, bro. You'll just download your brain into another version of you and we'll have Clone Wars. And you'll be like, that's not the version of me. I didn't commit a crime. I didn't commit a crime. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, because I've all I've already seen things like you know three printed hearts uh, for like transplant surgeries and and things like that. Yeah, I mean it's coming, and that's not a bad thing necessarily. Right. Yeah. You know that that's kind of the point that I was making earlier. It really all comes down to, you know, the intentions of the people who are in charge of it all. So, 
How would you like to, like listeners out there, how would you like to never be cold again? How, how would you like that option? Let's say if they can make a pill or a soft drink or something that, let's say it's 40 below and you could walk out in shorts and a t-shirt and it'd feel like summer to you. Would you take such a said drug? And you guys already know why I'm asking this, right? <laughs> because DARPA wants to develop a drug to make people resistant to extreme cold. Like, what? What? Yeah. Like, and, well, what, what are they planning on going and like, we're going to go and we're going to mine, you know, Atlantis or Antarctica. I call Antarctica Atlantis and for <laughs> obvious reasons. We're going right, to go mine yeah. Atlantis. DARPA and, was. Know, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's being constructed by DARPA, you know that the first thing you're going to try to use this for is military purposes. Military, right? Right, 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 right. That's, that's the first thing I thought of is, you know, Russia's cold as hell. They're, they're, they got such a hard on for, for fighting Russia now. Those Ruskies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, why not make a, a pill that's you know makes the the troops impervious to cold? But, I'm sure. I'm sure some general somewhere has had that exact thought. They want, and if we lose that war, everyone will be speaking vodka. I mean, Russian. Same thing, <laughs> you know. Um, but like, DARPA wants to develop a drug to make people resistant to extreme cold. Listen to this: from painkillers to antihistamines to caffeine and beyond. We found many ways to get our bodies to tolerate uncomfortable circumstances for better or for worse. Now, DARPA wants to add another to the list, getting the human body to better tolerate extreme cold weather. So the idea sounds doesn't sound like a great one at first glance. Our bodies aren't made to live in the cold, nor even withstand it for more than a little while. Our teeth start chattering, we shiver, and eventually lose feeling in extremities. All signals that we need to get ourselves warm stat, otherwise we're going to get hyperthermia, frostbite, or worse. The, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, who, by the way, has sourced the Rundown Live right on their Wikipedia. Uh, we wrote an article um, about them implanting chips in soldiers' brain. And we're the ones that basically broke the story. We wrote about it because we saw it on their website. Uh, and they linked us on it from the DARPA website, which is interesting. So DARPA technically has employees that probably listen to the Rundown Live, which is weird. Has a, a few different motives for this research. But the primary one shouldn't be surprising, though it's still a bit creepy, in my opinion, enabling soldiers to be comfortable in cold places for long periods of time the technology of successful could also be used to help explorers oh there you go or adventurers at high altitudes where it's cold in places like alaska or the arctic or antarctic for example but better tolerate cold and treat hypothermia patients. Last week, Rice University in Houston announced that one of its assistant professors of bioengineering, uh, Mr. Jersey, received a young faculty award from DARPA to research a non-genetic drug that can temporarily enhance the human's body's resilience to extreme cold exposure. Thermogenesis is the use of energy to create heat, and our body have, uh, our bodies have two different ways of doing this. One is shivering, which we're all familiar with. The other, which is simply calls non-shivering thermogenesis, involving burning off brown adipose tissue, BAT, or brown fat. So you get skinnier. Hey, what if this is a great weight loss program in the future, bro? You take this and it just burns fat in order to keep you warm. Like, who's going to deny that and be like, oh, I'm never cold. I'm just getting skinny. Uh, this type of fat exists specifically to warm us up. 
When we get cold, it stores energy and only activates in cold temperatures. Most of our body fat is white fat. It builds up when we ingest more calories than we burn and stores these calories for when we don't get enough energy from food. An unfortunate majority of American adults have the opposite problem, too much white fat, which increases the risk of conditions like like heart disease and type 2 diabetes. While white fat is made of fatty acids called lipids, brown fat is dense in, in uh, mitochondria, uh, the component of cells where energy production occurs. So essentially, you're going to burn fat. The pills will make you burn fat so that you don't get cold. Right. I just had like a little bit of a high school flashback there as soon as you said the word mitochondria. You know, they drill it into our head. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> so, like, meh. DARPA wants you to never get cold again. Right. Uh, and, you know, I called it. I said soldiers. I said the, the yeah. military application was the first thing. And, you know, the article said soldiers. So, yeah. You know, it's, in, a, it's... in a potentially feel-good story, the FDA will no longer require animal tests before human trials for all drugs. Why? That's a good question. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, I'm against animal testing. At the same time, I'm not sure how I feel about just jumping straight to human trials. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's what they're saying. It says, a new legislation is a big adjustment decades-old drug tr uh, testing requirements. Animal testing will no longer be mandated part of the Food and Drug Administration pr approval process for all new drugs. Since 1938, pharmaceutical makers seeing FDA approval have had to successfully put their medications through multiple animal trials before proceeding to human tests. Well, you know, now because of, you know, COVID, probably they're probably using that right. as a, you know, standard yeah, because they rushed it. That's exactly what it is because they rushed it through and they, they didn't even properly conduct the human trials with the COVID vaccine. But let, let's let me not even get on a tangent about that. We, we have COVID news coming up later in this episode anyway. Yeah. Now, though, drug companies will have the option of either animal or non-animal tests in a shift that animal rights groups and some pharma companies have been advocating for. All oh, those animal rights groups they're they, you know, that's who they're trying to appeal to. Get out of here. Like big pharma cares about animal rights groups when they're like like the FDA is a joke. Everything that's been recalled from the FDA has once been approved by the FDA. And basically it's an auction house to the biggest lobbyist who wants to pay and get their medication passed. And that's why you get so many bad medications. So now we're going to just bypass the whole process of animal testing to make it easier to get crappy medicine out there. Uh, yay. Everyone clap. Everyone out there go yay. Yay. Probably not. The new FDA adjust, uh, adjustment comes as part of a massive package of spending legislation signed into law by none other than President Joe Biden on December 29th, which, by the way, he's facing a lot of his own problems now. Him and Donald Trump are two peas in the pod with, um, you know, top secret documents. And that will we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. It looks like the orange man is running again. He petitioned Facebook to get his Facebook profile back and Rightfully so. It looks like he was, uh, according to Twitter, the Twitter leaks, he was um, unjustfully expunged from Twitter and social media just because people didn't like what he had to say. And most Americans did. Interesting. Instead of animal testing, new drugs can now move on into human trials following successful rounds of non-clinical tests. An umbrella term that includes animal tests, but also allows for technological advances like computer simulations, bro. 
were replacing animal tests with computer simulations and organ chips. And check this out, 3D printed body parts to replace animals. So right on top of what we've been talking about, right here. That's 3D printed organs. This rapid 3D printed method could be the secret to developing 3D printed organs. We may not have flying cars yet, which we also talked about during this episode, but 3D printed organs, that sci-fi fantasy just got one step closer to reality thanks to rapid 3D printing method developed by University of Buffalo Engineers. This was written uh, two years ago. Their work was recently included in a study published in the journal Advanced Healthcare Materials, which can read here and is also demonstrated in frankly unsettling GIF, GIF above. This speed up footage shows a 3D printer friendly, fully constructed artificial hand in just 19 minutes. That's all right, bro. We'll just print you out a new leg. Don't worry, you lost it. You'll have like a biohybrid robotic leg that's going to be better than the original one. You know, how long till we get our first cyborg like NFL quarterback that can throw a football on a pinpoint at 100 miles per hour and drill some guy 99 yards down the field? I'm ready. Get me that. And he better be quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Sorry, Jordan Love. We're going to have... We're going to have Cyborg Aaron Rodgers with a robotic arm uh, coming out and a robotic thumb because he had a thumb injury all week. And within 20 minutes, he'll go into the, you know, the, the and he'll go underneath the mattress, the little mat, the little tent that they hide the guys in when they're injured. And then he's going to come out with like a robot hand. He'd be like, see, we just 3D printed a hand. He's throwing the ball at 100 miles an hour. You know, that's where we're going with this stuff. Eventually, eventually, not this year, not next year, 30 years, maybe down the road. But it, basically, they're going to 3D print human organs and they're going to do drug trials uh, and clinical trials on how the organs react to them and based on that that might be a better option but keep in mind those are synthetic and how does animal testing and drug trials work currently like like what what, what like those are questions we got to ask and until yeah. now the FDA has generally required that proposed medications go through toxicity tests of rodent species but not anymore. They're going to just 3D print organs and they're going to test them that way. Yeah, you know, it uh, it, 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 very, it it is very fascinating. And, I mean, should we be good to animals? Absolutely. Like, listen, I don't think anyone that has a pet dog or cat looks and goes, mmm, you'd be good on a dinner table today, you know, unless you were live at a farm. But, but you know, it's one of those things where it's getting to the point where they're companions. We should be good to Mother Nature and animals. And I understand there are animals that people eat. And there's people out there that are vegetarians and they really hate plants. And so they eat plants all day. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I, I guess at this point you have the right to do what you want. And I support your right to choose. That's where I stand on this whole subject. But uh, AI, robotics, 3D printing, all that is in the news. And when we come back from commercial break, we got an interesting story. Did you know that a entire police station was evacuated because of supernatural ghosts, allegedly? <laughs> like, like, have you ever had a ghost experience? But, like, do you believe Far in the... I've had far too many ghost experiences to count. I'll tell you that much. Well, like when I think ghosts, I always think of um, 
a kid with a bed sheet over him because <laughs> why, why is it that that's our what our idea of what a ghost looks like? Was there an old horror movie done where they put bed sheets over him and they cut out two eye holes and that was what the ghosts were originally looked looked like, or is it because of Pac Man? Uh Honestly, I, I'm not sure now, now that you bring that up, the Pac-Man thing, but I'm pretty sure it was just like old horror movies, you know, like that's sort of what we went with. Yeah, the ghosts look like people, probably because when they were sleeping, maybe the wind the wind blew the like sheets in the window and it looked like a ghost or a facial figure coming through the window. And so that's how, I don't know, but you know, when we think of a traditional ghost, I think of when my first Halloween costume, which was a bed sheet with two eye holes cut out and I was a little kid, you know, going to school. That's what I think of as a ghost. And where did that, the standard, the horror standard of a ghost in a bed sheet come from? I don't know, but I'm kind of interested in finding out. But we'll dive into that when we come back from commercial break. Don't go anywhere. What happened at a police station that caused an entire law enforcement to evacuate in another country? We're going to dive into this. And this is from the local news reporting. This isn't like fake news. This is like literally mainstream news reporting that this is what happened. And they believe it has something to do with old graveyards in the area. We'll be back. You're listening to Rundown Live on KGRADB.com band.video. Sick of spinning your wheels and can't figure out how to get your business going? Frustrated that sales are just not picking up? Well, don't be an angry Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. For as little as $100 a month, you'll receive over 100,000 listens on our labyrinth of platforms we broadcast to. That's 96% off the national average. That's what the mainstream media is charging. $2,400 for the same type of advertising. Have your custom 30-second sponsorship commercial heard across social media platforms, podcasts, and the web, including links on our content and our website that reaches up to 200,000 people a month. So don't be an angry, bogus Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. Spots are limited, so contact us. Show tips at therundownlive.com or VI social media. Tony? You think? Tony. Tony, are you there? Dude, Tony, Tony are you? Wake Tony? up. Wake up. Tony? Wake up. <gasps> he, he's, he's, he's awake. awake. Hey, Tony, oh, you're back, you dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. You, you've been in a coma. For 10 years. For 10, ten, ten years. years. Yeah, yeah. you're awake now. It's amazing. The your world didn't end? What was the reference? Oh, the Mayan calendar thing. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. No, that's in, the world didn't end. But democracy, democracy, though, that's being threatened. That might end. Yeah, you gotta vote. I should check my Facebook Messenger. Well, we don't really call it Facebook, it's Meta now. Yeah. I should check my Meta Messengers. Well, no, you don't we don't call it Meta, we still call it Facebook, Facebook but it's yeah. but it is meta. meta. So But we don't really like Facebook either because Zuckerberg is not doing a very good job of stopping the spread of misinformation. Yeah, look, 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 don't worry about that. The question is, how are you feeling, man? I'm okay. I'm a little groggy. I mean, to be honest, I feel a little gypped for oh. the last 10 years. Oh. Um, okay, so it's been a while. I can yeah. forgive you. We can't say words like that anymore. It's, a, it's a, They're microaggressions. The G word. Microaggressions? Yeah, it's a small aggression. It's like a very small one. But it's very, very offensive. offensive. That's retarded. Oh! Okay, definitely cannot say... He said the R word. Re- yeah, you yeah. can't. I, I almost said it, and I don't want to. You can't say the R word. It's a bad word. Basically, the woke people, like us, will come after you yes. and make sure that you are woke? not... 
Yes, woke. Like awake, like truthers? You oh, like conspiratards? No, no, no. This is very much different than that. I thought we couldn't say retard. No, we can, well, it's conspiracy. Okay. We can make fun yeah. of conspiracy theorists, but no one else. Yeah. We encourage you to make fun of them. They're yes. Wait a second. Where are we? We're in your apartment. California. Yes. What about New York? What is he, what's what's in New York? Is it underwater? I don't understand. Al Gore and Inconvenient Truth? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. New York is fine. It's fine. All good. No worries. Does that mean Al Gore spreads misinformation? No. Al Gore is a hero. Yeah, no, he's revered. No, it's people like Alex Jones. Well, they're the ones who are spreading misinformation. Yeah, but don't worry about him because he got his, buddy. Yeah, he got fined for a billion dollars for misinformation. So, well, What about George Bush? What are you talking about? What do you mean? WMDs, the Iraq War? Oh, no. Oh, no. We love George, George Bush. Bush is he's cool. great. Yeah. yeah, no, he's a painter now. Super relatable. A great painter. Yeah, he's a really actually. good painter. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. charming. Mm-hmm. Who's the president? Joe, Joe Biden. Second term? First. Uh, unfortunately, Donald Trump was president for four years after Barack Obama. A celebrity? Donald Trump, the apprentice. You're fired. <laughs> That's cool. He's the worst person who's ever lived. Ever. We hate him. We hate him. We hate him. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people we hate, what about the Kardashians? Are they still a thing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that we hate them, but they are, they are definitely still a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them? Yeah. Kylie is a billionaire. Is Bruce Jenner still alive? Uh, no, Bruce, well, Bruce no. is dead. Bruce, Bruce is, is dead, dead now. Yeah. yeah. Caitlyn, though. Caitlyn is alive. Yeah. Huh? What? Bruce is Caitlyn. She was woman of the year, actually. Before she was even a woman for a whole year. Mm-hmm. What about Kim and Kanye? Ooh. Ooh. Well, they did get married. They had some kids. He's no longer in that picture. He's an anti-Semite. Yeah. In fact, we hate him. 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 I hate him. We hate him. I hate him. I hate him, too. We all hate him. I hate him. I like him. No, no, no. We hate him. 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 I hate him. We hate him. I hate him. Yeah. So what else is going on? There are 72 genders now. 72? I thought there were only two. Tony, I, I know you've been asleep for a while, but you really need to cut back on the bigotry. Catch up, Tony. It's, please, it's yeah, not. You're going to embarrass yourself and us. Yeah. Gender is fluid. You can change anytime you want. You're watching The Rundown Live on bands.video and therundownlive.com.
hijack this generation, folks. Rundown Live, rundownlive.com. You're listening to us live on KGRADB.com, following Clyde Lewis's Ground Zero at night. What a great broadcast and syndication. Right now, KGRADB.com is offering a seven-day free trial. Check it out. Um, want to give out a shout-out to Andy Morrow uh, for the donation. When we ever, Whenever we have big donations, we give them shout-outs on our show. If you want to find a way to donate, you can go to the rundownlive.com. Click, click our link tree. There's a link tree option on our drop-down menu on the cell phone app or website. $120 donation. Thank you for the donation, Andy. We'll use it towards new graphic videos. We'll do videos this time. Um, as you guys know, we got our overdubs because people donate. How, like I like to let you guys know what we are going to use for because we already have a lot of things in growth and plan we need new video artwork we need more commercial videos we got a whole bunch more and andy could have used that money and got himself a commercial for a whole month and had us uh send a public message to people so if you want to support us for a hundred dollars we'll give you a hundred thousand views clicks on the rundown live and all our different platforms we'll link it we'll put video uh commercials in there just letting you guys know we have switched over from um we do still take donations so thank you Andy, but we're also offering sponsorship and advertising because we now have a platform to run with. So thank you very much, Andy Morrow. wanted a shout out. So the question is answered. Don, we now have an answer on why people wear sheets for ghosts. What is that? Well, let's put it, pull it up in a show. Here it is. This is uh, from Local News, KQED. And um, why ghosts wear white sheets and other spectral silliness? Well, ask anyone in your life to draw you a quick doodle of a ghost, and they'll more likely present you with some variation of a bedsheet ghost, which is what I said my first Halloween costume was. My mom threw a bedsheet over me and cut out two eye holes, uh, round on top, wiggly on the bottom, and a couple of eyeball eye holes. If they're feeling extra cute, there may be a mouth too, or even a tongue if the ghost emoji has served a recent inspiration. The specific image of a ghost as white sheets has been ingrained in our culture for centuries, and until fairly recently, it was considered genuinely terrifying. What? Like, you could scare somebody, like, in the 50s and 60s, you, like, put a bed sheet and just walk around going, And I think that's probably the the howling wind is what they're trying to make fun of there when they make those sounds. Uh, The root of it lies in the fact that up until the 19th century, the dead were almost always wrapped in burial shrouds rather than placed in a coffin. In the poorer families, the recently deceased were simply wrapped up in a sheet from their dead deathbed and secured inside by a knot tied at the end. In the 1300s, ghosts were often presented as a skeleton draped in their shrouds. As this depiction from the Psalter of Robert D. Lyle, created sometime in the 1300s, demonstrates in the story of the three living and the three dead, Three spirit corpses warn three noblemen to live virtuous lives or be damned. And so basically it's because people, when they allegedly see their loved ones dead or risen from the dead or as ghosts, they'd always believe that they'd have these shrouds on them uh, because that's what they were wrapped in when they would be buried. So Millwood's tragic. uh, So basically it goes in the story. um, uh, Basically the sheet ghosts are, kind of what they used in the movies here's an example of it so basically we wrap people up in sheets when they die so that's where it comes from 
that's fascinating. I actually never knew that. Well, like, I, mean, I, the... I knew they they wrapped them in sheets, obviously, but I, like it never clicked in my head that that's where the whole, you know, your archetypal image of a ghost came from. Right. In 1804, a London bricklayer named Thomas Milmwood was mistaken for a malevolent ghost and shot and killed by a man named Francis Smith. Look at they actually murdered someone because they thought he was a ghost. Smith had seen Millwood's pristine white work uniform, complete with a white apron, and assumed he was a ghost. Local residents at the night, I don't know, bro. If I was in the court of law, I'd be like, he, he had a cook's apron on. How? Like, I think they must have had some beef. Millwood's yeah. wife and her, either that or, or this dude wasn't really smart. It's not all, like, just because you can have a gun doesn't mean everyone should have a gun. At Smith's subsequent murder trial, Millwood's wife said her husband had been mistaken as a ghost by three other people before the shooting and that she had asked him to start wearing an overcoat to no avail. Smith was found guilty of murder and sentenced one year of hard labor. The ghost haunting the neighborhood was later exposed as a local man exercising some personal revenge. Millwood's tragic death by no means shifted the general public's idea of be-sheeted ghosts or shooting at them. In the 18 one Missouri newspaper conducted a poll of its readers asking if they believed in spirits and reader J.W. Wills wrote in to say that he had seen two ghosts in his life. One of them, he claimed, was a large white object with long horns and he would have shot it if he had his gun with him. Another reader, Professor B.F. Heaton, wrote to say that ghosts are nearly always white, although some of the authorities admit uh, there are dark ones. I should say, however, that genuine ghost is always white and always makes its first appearance at the haunted spot at precisely 12 o'clock midnight. Look at that science, bro. We now know when ghosts appear, <laughs> ghosts appear. Why, why at midnight? Why do ghosts appear at midnight? Now I'm curious. Why do you think ghosts appear at midnight? Uh, I, I have no idea. In my experience, I've I've experienced ghosts at all hours of the day, day and night. So... Uh, maybe that's just an old superstition, you know, fear of the night, fear of the dark, you know, back in the day, especially in the 1800s and, and further back, they always had that superstition of between uh, 12 a.m. and 3 a.m. So maybe that's where that comes from. And in folklore, that time period is called the witching hour. And it's associated with supernatural events. Indeed. So now we know why ghosts wear white robes. Well, in the news... <laughs> Limpopo cops abandoned abandoned their station because of vicious ghosts. And it's funny, whenever you see videos, like I've watched Ghost Hunters, right? And you'll see the floating orbs. And that's interesting. Could that be a phenomenon dealing with cameras and lenses? Absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, and my, my thing about that is I don't put a lot of credence into the orb anomaly um because you know as people who've listened to the show um like you know that i've previously done paranormal investigations um there have been some times where with my own eyes i've seen floating orbs where they shouldn't be so i don't completely discredit it but when it comes to a lot of videos like i i don't put a lot of credence into it because there's just too many possibilities of uh, either camera anomalies or bugs or dust particles or something of that nature bro you're outside. It's late at night. It's almost midnight. You're walking through a cemetery. You have a gun. And you see somebody in a white bed sheet walking towards you. Do you shoot them? Nah. 
Like, 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 but I'm just saying, like, you go, that's a human in a bedsheet. But yeah, people were probably so scared of this even idea. St- like, even still, like, I, I, I don't care what it is. I am going to be like, hey, yo, stop. Back the F up. He's like, I don't get like, if it's the middle of the night and I'm in a cemetery, first of all, there's only one reason I'd be there in the first place in the middle of the night is I'm doing some sort of investigation. But like, if, if there's just some random, you know, wearing a bedsheet, all of a sudden, that's like that, that rings bells in my head that something's probably not quite right with this person. Well, what, so, what yeah. happens if it was a silhouette of an attractive female? Does that change things? <laughs> no, <laughs> all she's wearing is a bedsheet. <laughs> no, okay, just make sure because because it's then that rings in my head. Okay, this is definitely a trap because you should be somewhere else, not in the middle of a cemetery. In the middle, it's of a night. girl. It's a goth chick. She's into that kind of thing. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, back to hey, the man, story. I look, look I, I'm into goth chick, but that's that's suspicious. <laughs> that's a little too goth. That's a little too goth. She's got to meet her men in the cemetery wearing a white sheet. Anyways, oh, officers work at Ralila Police Station abandoned it for days following an allegedly vicious attack by ghosts. It allegedly took place a few days before Christmas and New Year's. The last incident, according to the officers, was last weekend, soon after the stage six load shedding. Police feared ghost attack. The officers said that they had abandoned the station as they feared the vicious ghosts would attack them. They drove around Ralila until dawn because the ghosts had turned the station into their playing ground, they said. Instead of the go- uh, of going to the uh, the Tiznin police station, reported their first stop was a journalist's house. What I have seen last night is despicable, said one of the officers in a trembling voice. Uh, the officer spoke in a condition of anonymity. Our cop shop is invaded by ghosts, said one. The station is located in a grove of mango trees in Ralila Village near Ralila Bus Stop in Bolobedo South area. Um, old graves. It is surrounded by old graves belonging to a family which relocated to the other side of the village. During the day, of the station is a cool place to work because of the breeze from the trees, but during the cloudy and raining nights, uh, the ghosts strike. They usually start unleashing the reign of terror behind the station and in the toilets. I guess when you gotta go, you gotta go, even if you're a ghost, bro. You get said a terrified officer. So the officers are sitting in the toilet. Soon after you sit down on the toilet seat, you feel a gentle wind blowing through the door. Later, the tree branches surrounding the toilet start shaking. This is accompanied by cries of unusual wild animals. Ghost render Relila Satellite Police Station show no go. Uh, they're showing a picture of the police station. The next thing is the lights. They go on and off. There are loud footsteps moving around the toilets and the yard, but no, you cannot see anyone. The footsteps are similar to giant elephants, said the officer. A villager who runs a small business in Rilila, at the Ralila bus stop but asked by uh, asked for his name to be withheld, said it was an open secret that ghosts were running amok at night in the area around the police station. Provincial police spokesperson Brigadier Matlafella uh, could not deny or confirm these reports. So you know what it is, bro. It's somebody out there flickering the lights on and off, and they're, they're blowing a little you know wind up somebody's rear end when they're sitting on the toilet and making elephant stomping sounds like i'm not really convinced by this but I'm obviously the police either. are the police yeah, I, are in the area yeah. well know. i mean that you know that's one thing if you have an entire department saying that they've experienced something like that's 
you know, it makes you wonder. It there's you something question. going on. But you know, what? There's, yeah, there's obviously something going on. Um, you know, I'll tell you, you know, it does It very much remind me, uh, Chanel and I were talking before the before the show, um, how the story reminds us of that movie Last Shift, which came out uh, about 2016, 2017. Uh, it's basically about exactly that. It's this rookie cop chick who's uh, pretty much in the police station at night by herself because, like, the whole station is, like, Everyone, the department's shifting over to a new station, and it's like she has to stay the final night in the old station to like get records work done or something like that. And uh, basically, a whole bunch of wild stuff happens. It's a good movie. I actually really liked it. Right. So that being said, speaking of supernatural and occultism, in the news, did you mm. know that the youth are switching to Satanism at yes. alarming rate? That's a very popular. Uh, thing now all of a sudden um here it is in and it's not um, necessarily a, a sudden thing it's actually been a trend that's been happening for, for a few years now right it actually has probably i would say since censorship started since um the other things that i've noticed that are in common since um you know the CRT common core curriculum amongst other things since we've been more inclusive let's put it that way since kids are allowed to have their christian bible study then you're allowed to have your satanic you know school education situation but here it is in MSN um with our rituals there are there's never any murder there's never any sacrifice there's never any blood rites to satan we don't worship the devil we don't cast magic spells so i want first of all for our listeners to understand there's different branches of satanism one of the people we've had on our broadcast is eric freeman and eric freeman used to be the it was the founder of the new church of satan he's created garbs for anton LaVey, marilyn manson um, he's, uh, created wedding garbs for, uh, LaVey's kids, excuse me, uh, and Crowley's kids. He's in with all those people, like the, the main leaders of Satanism. So I can tell you just like there's different denominations in Christianity, like for example, uh, there's Roman Catholics and Catholics and Protestants, Assemblies of God, Baptist. And then you got, of course, don't forget you have your, you know, uh, the your extremist groups, the ones that are borderline Waco, you know, David Koresh from Waco, Texas esque, um, and same thing with Satanism. They have like real hardcore cults, like the OTO Satanists, which do do the ritualistic spelling and all that other stuff. And then you have people that are just atheistic and they believe in the love magic and uh, the mystery religion. But in fact, there's a, a it's like it's like the key to getting people through the door of Satanism is the diet version, which is you know what they are giving you here. In fact, the Global Order of Satan UK. We've talked about bankers who have come out and said that at the top of the banking industry, they're all satanic. Remember that one guy, he claimed that they asked him to commit a child sacrifice and be a top banker, and they would laugh at causing people to commit suicide by causing their businesses to go bankrupt. Um, and yeah. I can't remember who that was. Uh, he was a Dutch banker. I can't remember his name, but I, I definitely I remember the story. The, the video is out there. You can find it. A Dutch banker talks child sacrifice and Satanism. But yet uh, Satanism is growing. And um, it's interesting because I had this conversation with a guy named Jordan Maxwell. And if you know Jordan Maxwell, he recently passed. He was a, a friend of mine later on in his life. And we had a lot of communication about occultism. I asked him a lot of questions. And I asked him, well, 
you know, you keep like I asked him about his life's work and how he spent a lot of time showing that there's a lot of fraudulent things in the biblical sense, like the Ark of the Covenant was something that was commonly used in Egypt, and it was a idea borrowed from that culture. You know, Christianity, because they were slaves to so many different groups, they borrowed a lot from different cultures. And I said, well, well, if Christianity is doing all these things, and they're the, these, you know, is so bad. How do you feel about all kids getting involved in paganism, um, witchcraft, druidism? And Satanism, and he went, well, that's the scary thing is, you know, Christianity has its flaws, but people are diving into things that are much worse and things that they don't understand the full <laughs> spiritual aspect of things. And, and like, I'm not saying that Christianity is an answer for everything, but there are some crazy rabbit holes. There are Satanists that do sacrifice that are involved in things. Um, and it's interesting. It's like uh, when we had Stu Webb on the show and he warned that a group of individuals do sacrifices around in, uh, in Colorado. There's children that go missing around the solstice in fall. And there is literally, he warned us about it. And then a week later, it was in the news in Denver that a man um, tried to kidnap a child that he said he was going to use for Illuminati human sacrifice and then shot himself. That literally was in the word like verbatim. And that's what Stu Webb says happens there. And it was just either the dumbest luck thing and just a big coincidence or Stu Webb, who was married into the Bush family knew a little bit of something about Colorado. And we know there's a lot of bizarre occultism that goes on there. So just like in Christianity of the people who dance with snakes and they're like, if God's going to protect you, put your hand, put your faith in God and put your hand by this cobra and the cobra bites you, then you don't have faith in God. No, it means you're an idiot and you put your hand with a bunch of poisonous snakes. You deserve <laughs> to get bitten. Like, 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 like that's not how faith works. Like that's, that's testing God, that's not having faith. It's like, let's see if I do have faith. You know what I'm saying? Um, and here it is. In fact, the Global Order of Satan UK, as well as other leaders and members of satanic groups around the world, insist it would be difficult to spot a Satanist walking down the street. Yet, while a macabre occult rituals, virgin sacrifices, chalices of blood, and a belief of an actual devil are a thing of the past, allegedly, well, in some religions. Keep in mind, not all satanic religions believe the same thing. Satanism is luring increasing numbers of young people disillusioned with outdated and dogmatic traditions of religions to join its fold for offering an alternative to stuffy traditional faiths. Now, um, do you know that there's like Ten Commandments of Satanism? Yeah. Because it, it depends on again which uh, which domination or denomination that you're talking about. I know that the um, there are the tenets of the ch of the uh, the Satanic Temple, and then I think the Church of Satan itself has uh, right. Something See known. different religions. So just for the listeners out there, because everyone that's associated always always is first thing is Satanism is bad, but they don't know why. And if you don't understand and research and understand what people believe and you just stay away from it just because you're told it's bad, you never really know. So the love and satanic rules of the earth, according to Anton LaVey and the Church of Satan, are as follows. Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. So don't give information or opinions unless somebody asks you. That seems like relatively basic right it's do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear it right so don't put your burdens on other people unless you want them to hear them right 
one another's lair, show them respect or else do not go there. So if you invite somebody into your home, respect their rules and how they live and live like them or don't go there is essentially is what it says. If a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. Okay, that's something I don't know if I would do. Like, you're, you're disrespecting my place. I am going to hurt you. No mercy or be cruel with no mercy. So what? You're not going to give them anything at the dinner table? You're going to make fun of them all night? I don't know. Uh, do not make sexual advances unless you're given the mating signal. What, bro? People have mating signals? Is it like... Oh, she's giving the mating signal. All right, I'm going out there. What is the mating signal? Is it like when if a, a I, male? I think, I, I think that's just a, a fanciful way of, of saying don't engage in sexual intercourse without consent, honestly. I think that is correct as well. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, why the youth are so obsessed with, or, like, why are they interested, you know? And so we're going into, like, the foundation. These are the building stones of, of Satanism. Right. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. So don't steal something unless somebody says, here, take this from me. Okay, bro, can we do that with our debt? Can we just give our debt to other people and be like, this is a burden for me. I don't want to be relieved. Here, you take my debt. Who knows? Acknowledge the power of magic. But I thought they said they don't believe in magic. See, this is where the articles and we talk about things in the reality of things. You know, right. you know, there's two it's different things. The media is part the media doesn't want to portray it as crazy because they love Satanism. I don't know why media does and bankers do and everything else, but they want to say there's no magic, but everything is around magic with a K, you know. Right, yeah, because again, the, these are the 11 rules of the earth by uh, Anton LaVey, and LaVey had his own, like, even to this day, like, when you talk about the different versions of Satanism, you have theistic Satanism, non-theistic Satanism, and there's a specific uh, called LaVeyan Satanism, which specifically goes after what he believed, which uh, even a lot of Satanists today, um, although there are some that still revere him, um, a lot today would be like, it's still kind of point out most of what he wrote was uh, plagiarized, and he was more of an egotistical fraudster than anything else. Which doesn't surprise me, but Aleister Crowley, you don't think that guy was into magic, going to Bohemian Grove and doing occult rituals? Right, right, right. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying. That's like saying Christians have abandoned Christ, the idea of Christ and, uh, you know, um, and healing and, uh, you know, life after death and everything. It's just a key structure of their belief and be like, yeah, they don't believe in the angels anymore and stuff like that you know it's not part of their religion just like uh you know the the, the arabic people believe in jinn and everything else acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it to successfully to obtain your desires if you deny the power of magic after calling uh, well having called upon it with success you will lose all that you have obtained so basically don't uh, deny magic its power. Uh, do not deny what happened is magic. Otherwise, it loses its ability, essentially, is what they're saying. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. Okay. I mean, I can agree with that. Don't bitch. Let's be honest. There's a lot of people that do a lot of that, and it'd be like, don't complain. It's not a, I mean, is that a bad thing? Do not harm little children. 
Okay, that's in there. Don't har- do not yeah. harm little children. Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. And when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not, destroy him. Okay, that seems like a nice nice religion. I'm in. Just kidding. <laughs> and then what's the other one? Temple of Satan. Yeah, the uh, the tenants of the Satanic Temple. But we'll get to get to that right after we come back from this commercial Holy break. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking Satanism, and we're time traveling here, guys. All of a sudden, we'll be back after these messages. Supporter sponsors, TheRundownLive.com. We're trying to educate you guys on what Satanism is. Do you control your phone, or does it control you? Over 99% of phones are tied to one of two corporations that work with governments to surveil and control us. At Above Phone, we believe you're far more than a data set. It's time for us to get above. Above corporate surveillance. Above media censorship. Above advertising and tracking. With this phone, you have the freedom to choose. Download apps from alternative sources. Make phone calls without SIM cards. Avoid ads and apps and lockdown permissions. Avoid EMF through Ethernet. Privacy is freedom. Exercise it. There's apps for your every need. Maps and navigation, communications, music and video, cameras, and more. Plus all the apps you know and love. You can also get Above Privacy Suite, a cutting-edge bundle of privacy services. This includes encrypted messaging, calls and video calls, ad video conferencing, a private email and calendar, VPN, and even a search engine. It's not just a phone. It's a complete privacy solution. And we help every step of the way. 24-7 email and chat support and a free 30-minute call with us. So learn more and watch our free webinar at learn.abovephone.com or buy the phone today at abovephone.com. Tony? You think? Tony. Tony, are you there? Dude, Tony, Tony are you? Wake Tony? up. Wake up. Tony? Wake up. <gasps> he, he's, he's, he's awake. awake. Hey, Tony, oh, you're back. You dude, yeah, dude you, you've been in a coma. For 10 years. For 10, ten, ten years. years. Yeah, <laughs> you're awake now. It's amazing. What else is going on? There are 72 genders now. 72? I thought there were only two. Tony, I, I know you've been asleep for a while, but you really need to cut back on the bigotry. Catch up, Tony. It's Please, it's yeah, not You're going to embarrass no. yourself and us. Yeah. Gender is fluid. You can change anytime you want. Yeah. My pronouns, for example, are he and him. My pronouns are they, them. They who? Let me explain. He's a he, him. I'm a they, them. You have a split personality. No, they, um, them, as in singular. Who's they? I am. Or whomever identifies as they. Or them. I'm not following. If you're not a he or she, you're probably a they or them. Or a there. Where? Not where, there, as in they, them, there, he, she, him, or her. Or sometimes even zim, zem, zer. It's fluid. Okay. Is there anything else that you need to tell me that happened in the last 10 years? Oh, I think that about covers it. Yeah, Oh, well, I guess there was the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, right, the coronavirus. Oh, yes. right. Yeah, that did. That was pretty intense yeah, for a while. Yeah, huge there. outbreak. For a couple of years, yeah, really. A lot of people yeah. got sick. Yeah. Died. Yeah, yeah, it was a virus. People had to wear masks. masks they had yeah. social distance. Six feet. Six yeah, feet apart. If you were closer than six feet, you could Yeah, you contagious. could kill somebody's grandmother. My grandmother died. And I yeah, well, luckily they came up with a vaccine, like a few different vaccines yeah, you could yeah, choose yeah. from. You had to have one in order to keep your job. But they and, didn't like, really travel. work right away, so you had to get more. You had to get boosters. Yeah. Like, I've had, I've had right. five boosters myself. And I'm on my sixth, actually. You've had six? So, yeah, well, I've got to catch up. A new one. How was it? Oh. Oh. You think he's sleeping or is it back in a coma? Are you back in a coma today? 
Ah. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I don't really feel comfortable with him having his mouth wide open like that. He's breathing right on my face. I think we should get him jabbed and boosted. Sick of spinning your wheels and can't figure out how to get your business going? Frustrated that sales are just not picking up? Well, don't be an angry Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. For as little as $100 a month, you'll receive over 100,000 listens on our labyrinth of platforms we broadcast to. That's 96% off the national average. That's what the mainstream media is charging. $2,400 for the same type of advertising. Have your custom 30-second sponsorship commercial heard across social media platforms, podcasts, and the web, including links on our content and our website that reaches up to 200,000 people a month. So don't be an angry, bogus Sasquatch. Try advertising on The Rundown Live. Spots are limited, so contact us. Show tips at therundownlive.com or VI social media. Hey, members, the new KGRA DB app is now available on iOS and Android devices. Gain on-demand access to any KGRA DB programming. Download any show directly to your mobile device to listen or watch on the go. Go to the App Store and search KGRA DB. The Rundown Live is brought to you by AbovePhone.com. Play above the rules of big tech. Above Phone. Listening to your daily programming with the Rundown Live. Your forecast into the future. time machine to go back in time and change the things that the world has made mistakes on and maybe visit old people of the past. Interesting. The Rundown Live, rundownlive.com on kgradb.com, band.video, and many other platforms. If you guys are looking for a way to support us, again, shout out to Andy Morrow. Thanks for the huge donation, $120. It'll go towards some good um, video graphics, amongst other things. And the people who support us, we'd like to let you guys know what it goes towards. And um, advertising, show tips at therundownlive.com. Hit us up if you're interested. You'll reach about 100,000 views on your uh, video that we create for you and give you an idea of the mainstream media for 100,000 views. Pays, you pay about $2,000. So we're, we're just, uh, it's inaugural pricing. Um, it's not, it would be real easy to fill these up. Uh, we're going to get going on this full time here in just a little bit. So make sure you take advantage of it because spots are, are going quick. 
and people are calling and they're interested, um, you can reach out to us again, showtips at therundownlive.com. Um, that being said, we've been talking about how Satanism is all the rage now, at least the media is trying to uh, put it up to be that. And I guess, you know, my big question is, what's with all the imagery and Satanism? Like, you know me, I'm big in symbolism, right, Don? But everything looks like a metal shirt. It's like, like, like everything, everything looks like a Metallica shirt or Megadeth shirt, or it's like skulls and, uh, you know, ghosts and demons and dragons. And it looks like a friendly religion, doesn't it? I'll, well, I'll be honest. I think a lot of the, the symbolism uh, that's currently used in a lot of contemporary Satanism is just stems from a lot of people trying to be edgy, in, yeah, in all that- honesty. You know, like, it's not like they have really hot, like, Elvira there that with their giant tracks of land hanging out. It's like, you know, I'm making the mating signal. This is it. You know, no, they're, they're, they're not. It's not it's not it at all. It's not at all. There, there are seven fundamental tenets of the Satanic Temple, which are different from Anton LaVey's. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Okay. That makes sense. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Huh. So that kind of fits. You know what was interesting is when I covered the BLM marches, uh, Mark Anthony and a lot of the people from Chop and Chaz, they were all satanic. They were openly satanists, and they were doing satanic rituals in Kenosha while I was there, and they had spells engraved in the people's skin. It was really bizarre, man. And some guy came out of nowhere on a bicycle, and he was, like, mentally ill, and he just started screaming swears and cussing and getting in a fight with anyone that looked at him in the exact location that somebody cast a ritualistic spell. And I was like, and I got this on video, and I tagged Eric Freeman on him. He goes, oh, that guy's just mentally ill. And I'm like, what a coincidence. They they did their little satanic temple ritual and somebody mentally ill showed up uh you know trying to get in fights and screaming and causing chaos anyways one's body is invaluable subject to one's own will alone the freedoms of others should be respected including the freedom to offend to willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of other of another is to forego your one's own freedoms Belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's own belief. Uh, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire, notably, an action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written um, written or word, uh, spoken word, and that's the Satanic Temple. So you have the, those beliefs, but then you got stuff like this that's in the news: how the Satanic Temple is using abortion rituals to claim religious liberty because they want to be able to sacrifice children. I'm just saying, like, like it's like the the media portrays Satanism as one thing, and it reminds me a little bit of Freemasonry, bro. Like on the bottom levels, it's all beautiful Christianity and you're learning about the obelisks and the all-seeing eye and who the chief cornerstone is and you're all excited to be a Mason and then you learn on the top degrees from the 30 to 33rd degrees. It's all mystery religion of Luciferianism that one themselves will become as if they're God. And it's not really Christianity. It's Skull and Bones 322 at the top. And uh, that makes me wonder about the, the, the you know satanic organizations because as you know anton not anton uh alistair crowley 
he was a 33rd degree Freemason. Now, something yeah. most people don't know about and, uh, Alistair Crowley is he didn't get his uh, 33rd degree in the American lodges. They refused to give him his 30th and 30, like his introduction to his honorary degrees of Masonry in America, because he was known as the most evil man in the world. Uh, and he admitted to sacrificing children. He said something along those lines. And um, so he had to go to Mexico where they still have a lot of sacrifice going on, you know, uh, amongst other things. Uh, what is it, Santeria and all this other bizarre stuff that comes from uh, the southern hemisphere of the planet. Uh, and so they were like, yeah, no problem, Alistair Crawley. You need to sacrifice. We are too. We'll give you that 30th to 33rd degree. Showing you that not all Masons believe in the God of the Bible but right. they can believe in anything. And hence, that's why Adam Weishaupt brought back the Shriners, because the Shriners is an atheistic uh, viewpoint of Freemasonry. So right. uh, it just makes you, I just wanted and to say, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I agree. And, and you know, I, I think that viewpoint sort of, it's not only exclusive to Satanism, um, but I, I think that can be said for pretty much every, every belief, you know, with, with uh, you know, of course, we can look at, you know, the Vatican and see how the church has been co-opted and corrupted the same. The, the Joel Olsteins of the world. Zionism. Yeah, we can same with Judaism and Zionism and, you know, say Freemasonry, for example, with, uh, you know, it's all, you know, balloons and glitter on the bottom. And then you get to the 33rd degree and it's all crazy Luciferian mystery religion at the top. And, you know, it's. Could could very well and probably very well is the same with Satanism. You know, on the bottom, people gravitate to it for you know all the reasons uh, that are mentioned, and then at the top, you know, it's it's run we got by. this. We we got yeah. the child sacrifice. <laughs> like like we need well, we, even it, that at, even that at the bottom. It was the the whole reason why it was put out that way was because of the attack on bodily autonomy right Roe versus Wade carrying out yeah that the government's been carrying out and so it was simply a way that the, the satanic temple put forward and said you can claim that you are a member of the satanic temple and and you will be under the first amendment granted the right to carry out this medical procedure and you know we've had this conversation before i feel like you know the abortion is something the government should never ever be involved in and we don't need to go down the rabbit hole because this is going to turn into a very right. long conversation and we don't have a lot of time left on this episode um but yeah you know so essentially that's what it was rolled out for on the bottom level surely somewhere at the top like the top of the whole satanic pyramid of whomever is controlling that they had the whole child sacrifice thing in mind that's there's not a doubt in my mind well you know what's weird is like i wrote an article about how they kept busting these abortion abortionists the the doctors who commit the abortions they're all satanists and they're keeping like body parts around like there's like a lot of messed up people out there like they buy in and they dive in full the like full cahoots into something because they feel like it gives them power and really it's like themselves thinking that they can do something that's enabling themselves doesn't mean that they should do it but yeah Although I, I will say that tends to be more toward the, the top level, you know, the people who are really seeking power. When it comes to just your average Joe, um, you know, the young person that's gravitating towards Satanism or even paganism or whatever, it's not because it, it's not because of Christianity. It's because of Christians. As, as a young person who has been pushed away from the church myself, as people know who follow the show and listen for a long time, I'm a Norse pagan. I believe in the old gods of the Vikings, Odin, Thor, and, and all of that. As a young person who's been pushed away from the church himself, it wasn't because, oh, I hate Jesus and, and your beliefs. It's because most Christians around certain parts are jerks. 
like they just treat anyone who doesn't conform to their very rigid ideology very badly. And it, you know, it makes any pragmatic person say, screw you. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Well, and I love Jesus. Jesus is amazing. I'm a born again Christian. I think Jesus is an amazing individual, no matter what belief system you believe in, just like I believe Mohammed or any of these other people had really good characteristics. And, yeah, you know, because people- I, I, I believe that Jesus existed as well. It's the one something we probably haven't touched on is that religiously I'm a Norse pagan because I, I choose to be, but philo- philosophically I'm omnistic. I believe that every God in some way, shape or form from Jesus to Muhammad to Yahweh, to the old Greek Norse or to the old Greek pantheon, to the Norse gods have all existed in some way, shape or form because they're probably in my opinion, just different cultural interpretations of the same entity or entities that have always existed. So it's like, it's not a knock against Christianity itself as a religion, although in some capacities, the interpretations of it, say how the extremists like Westboro Baptist Church, for example, say, oh, you're gay, so you don't have a right to exist. You should literally be executed. And, you know, that that, that sort of stuff. So, again, it goes back to it's not the, the belief system itself. It's how it's perverted and used by certain individuals that just really creates a, a toxic environment that a lot of people just don't want anything to do with. Well, right. And you're talking about elite people there for just a moment. It came up in a brief sentence. And speaking of elite people, there's a big conference going around right now. And it's controversial because normally we hear about Bilderberg. We hear about Bohemian Grove. We hear about all these events that are going on across the world. And I think we're going to dive mostly into this tomorrow. But I wanted to bring this up because it kind of fits into what we're talking about in some shape or form. And the fact that whenever Bohemian Grove would go on, Alex Jones would be on the air and he'd be like, Oh, they're bringing them gay prostitutes and they're going to sleep with the elite and look, they can be banging prostitutes, but you can't. And they're conservatives that love Jesus and they came go there and blah, 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 blah. You know, he's diving into it. I'm not going to go into, if you don't know what Bohemian Grove is, it's like uh, where they do a ritualistic baby sacrifice to um, a... uh, Canaanite deity, most mostly Molech, uh, in shapes or form or reinvented, um, a giant owl statue, per se, Minerva. Um, some people could relate to Semiramis, Nimrod's mother and wife, but that's where Moloch comes from. Um, anyways, child sacrifice. And they use it like the same thing like Christians do. Like Jesus died for your sins. Well, guess what? The baby uh, cremation of carrots to get rid of your dull care of all the sins of the world that you committed that are on your back. And it's like the same ritual. It's a perversion of the Christian ritual. And, you know, the Skull and Bones men, you know, uh, George Bush Sr. and everyone there, they went ahead about it. But prostitution, it was always something Alex Jones would be like, they're bringing the prostitutes. And, uh, you know, here it is in mainstream news because Bohemian Grove and Bilderberg Group are the steering committees for Davos. It's always been known that's when, when crap rolls downhill and when we talk about secret societies and the top, you know, 130 people in the world meet in a secretive room where I've covered, I went to Bilderberg in 2017. In fact, that's where I met Will Turbett and Titus Frost and a bunch of other people, Mark Anderson, Owen Troyer, a lot of people out there at Bilderberg and DC and Chantilly when it went on. And it just, uh, you know, 
they they bring in prostitutes and it's funny like no law enforcement does anything about it it's like go ahead it's okay it's sh- sanctioned it's good it's okay you guys are elitist you can get away with it it's that epstein lifestyle and here it is in new york post they are saying that prostitutes charge Di- davos attendees $2,500 a night as sex work demand booms. Holy crap, bro. $2,500 a night. Can I, can I, can I Airbnb myself to one of those rooms for some of the ladies over there? Like, or it's like, like, is that a thing? Gigolos? Uh, but for $2,500, you can use and abuse me for like an hour. Sure. Like, imagine you get in like four or five hours. I bet you some of these girls or guys are making, you know, $10,000, $15,000 a day. It yeah. scores of it's a scores. How many is a score, by the way? That I, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But you know, I, I saw this story. Actually, the first time that I saw this story was yesterday. I saw the Daily Mail had reported on it. And the first thing that came to my mind was twenty. I'm not surprised. Okay, so twenty. A scores, so twenties. Okay. So like yeah, not so, dozens, but twenty uh, in sets of twenties, that's what a score is. Right. But yeah, so the first thing that came to my mind when I saw the story in the Daily Mail was I'm not surprised because, you know, like you mentioned with Alex Jones talking about the prostitutes at Bilderberg, this is something we've always heard out heard of and it was always denied. And now conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. Conspiracy theory. And now they're just outright coming out and, and just saying it. Yeah, by the way, we just have hookers there all the time. Scores of sex workers have swarmed the Swiss ski resort downtown of Davos. Is prostitution legal in Switzerland? I, I guess so. Maybe? I'm not sure. To offer their services to the rich and powerful this week, with some said to be charging up to $2,500 a night. Every year, the World Economic Forum hosts a five-day gathering featuring CEOs, dignitaries, captains of industry, and media figures to discuss important global issues. One prostitute who goes by the name Liana told German newspaper Bild that she frequently provides services to an American attendee of Davos who pays $750 an hour or $250 to spend the whole night. She added that she dresses in business attire in order to blend in with the crowd at the World Economic Forum gathering. Uh, a woman, and she looks, by the way, like she's 85 pounds, a woman who manages an escort service based in the Swiss town of Araguay, uh, which is located 100 miles from Davos, told 20 minute, uh, Minuten that she'd received 11 bookings and 25 inquiries, and that was just the beginning. Some also book escorts for themselves and their employees to party in the hotel suite. So not only that, so remember, so I want to talk about this for a minute. Your boss hires a bunch of prostitutes. You don't know that they're prostitutes and you just think that they're girls hanging out with you for the time being. And then you get the happy ending at the end. You know, a girl. So basically they're buying sex workers and prostitutes for their employees. A German sex worker took to Twitter to describe her experience mingling with the Davos crowd and their security detail. Her comments were reported by the Daily Mail. Um, date, quote, date in Switzerland during the world uh world economic forum uh means looking at the gun muzzles of security guards in the hotel corridor at 2 a.m and then sharing giveaway chocolates from the restaurant with them and gossiping about the rich davos world economic forum the sex worker salome baltus wrote 
Baltus, who said she is staying in at a hotel near Dovas, refused to indulge the name of her clients. And by the way, she looks like, again, another 85-pound girl. Believe me, you don't want to get into litigation with them, she tweeted. But uh, Baltus uh, tweeted that politicians are unlikely to solicit the services of prostitutes. They have not have neither the time nor the desire, she tweeted. You have to choose between a drug, sex, or pro uh, political power. A drug, uh, drug, a.k.a. sex or political power, Balthouse continued. The latter is stronger if it doesn't leave room for the other's interest to eat up people's com uh, completely. So in 2020, Swiss law enforcement officials told the Times of London that at least 100 sex workers traveled to Davos in anticipation for a week-long event. Um, how many people, the prostitutes visit delegates, hotels, bars, along with the town's main strip, according to the Times. So not only do you get to be part of the Cool Kid Club at the World Economic Forum in Davos, they bring in the hookers for you. So you can keep quiet about it and they can get uh, inside information on you. And they say, you know why politicians don't indulge in the prostitution? Because of the fact that if it ever leaked out, they'd lose their job because there's very, you can do a lot of things in politics, but screwing around on your wife or sleeping with a prostitute is basically career suicide. So it's about power, about somebody having blackmail ability over you. That's essentially what I got from that. But Boy. so these heads of business that go to Davos, you know, at, at least uh, like how many people go to Davos? Like if there's 100 prostitutes and they're busy, let's see, Davos attendees. So Davos, 2,700 attendees. Holy cow, that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, my one of my first thoughts, um, you know, just thinking, obviously none of the people that are, like, closely tied to the Epstein ring are going to be anywhere near that, obviously, um, just because it's just the, the amount of heat that would bring. Why, 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 I don't many, think so. I disagree. But, but, but what I'm, no, but what I'm saying is like like the the John Luke Burnells of the world. He's dead. But uh, like uh, Les Wexner, Les Wexner wouldn't be at least caught near Davos. But the people tied to that that haven't had their names leaked are the ones that are. Is what I was getting to. Is how many of the Epstein types that we don't know about are hanging around that circle right now. Well, right. And like I said, when Epstein got busted, what happens when a pot dealer gets busted? You just go get your yeah. pot from someplace else. Exactly. And so with 2,700 attendees, you're looking at one in 20 roughly partaking in um, prostitution and banging prostitutes. But keep in mind, that's only if each prostitute got one attendee and uh, or, or they only slept with one person. We're hearing sometimes as many as 15. One person said 15. So let's say a hundred, let's say a hundred of them each got 15. Like how many people is that? Just think about that. So, so let's say a hundred times 15 is what? I'm not good at math. <laughs> say okay. maybe what? 1500. Yeah. 1500. So we could, we could wage that maybe as high as half the people that are attending, maybe partaking in prostitution, maybe. Yeah as high as half, but it might be, it's at least one in 20, probably more like one in 10. Right. Which is, which is still a really high number. Well, you and I would go to jail if we did the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, again, it's another one of those demonstrations that, you know, these so-called elitists are, are above the law, or at the very least they consider themselves to be above the law. 
you know, we've seen that, you know, over the years with them flaunting the lockdowns and mass restrictions and just just all they they believe that they are omnipotent. Again, that comes with the megalomania that comes with being in positions of power like this. Yeah, and here's video of uh, the actual what's go the prostitute in Switzerland. She's taking a video and Again, like I mentioned, they all look like really young girls. So, like, if you want to know what the lead is into, it's women that look like they're 16. So, and I guess, you know, youth is a, a is an interesting thing. Who doesn't want a youthful wife? But you would think that they would want something that's, like, fully, like, big tracks of land, a little bit of curvature. Nah, nah. Well, we know what these, these scumbags are into. Let's be Yeah, honest. we know what, that's where we're going with this. Mentioning you Epstein, know. we know exactly yes. what they're into. But anyways, folks, today's episode went by really fast. We're already uh, at a time for a wrap. But what? tune in to tomorrow. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. We're going to dive into a lot more of this Davos stuff. We had a lot more today that we did not get into, so you definitely don't want to miss that. Yeah, guys, don't forget, stop by the rundownlive.com if you want to donate. Again, thank you to Andy Morrow and other people who are now donating. Go to the rundownlive.com, hit our link tree drop down and there you'll find a way to donate or if you are interested in advertising show tips at the rundownlive.com you guys stay blessed we'll see you guys tomorrow